1: Presented by AT and T. Connecting changes everything.
3: Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh.
4: Thursday morning, November nineteenth, twenty twenty. It's the Beating the Book podcast, Mega Pod, live from the D. I like saying that every week. I've come. I've become used to it. It's our home here at the D. In uh, beautiful downtown Las Vegas, it's Gil Alexander, uh, as always, joined by the two staples of the show, from his mother's cork attic, but disguised once again in Pittsburgh, PA. What is that, Todd? What's behind you? What's the what's the uh, background?
5: I'm not sure. I just I just scrolled through all the wacky backgrounds and I found one that I thought was fitting for today.
4: It's a bearded Todd Wishnev, and on my left, the conciliary to Derek Stevens here at Circus Sports, VP of Operations at Circa. It's Mike Palm. How you doing, man? How are you, Gil? I'm good. I like you got your suit on. You got your name suit. tag. I got a cross. Big I brought. Cross. I wore
3: a crucifix for Todd. I, I don't know if you can see it. I know I'm on this. It's like the studio at Circa. There's cameras in every direction. Right, here. Right, <laughs> right here. I wore a crucifix for Todd since he was celebrating Christmas. Hey, how about how
5: well, about now, you? if you would just uh, actually act the precepts of Jesus rather than talk them?
3: Oh wow, you're out of line. Whoa, 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 whoa.
5: <laughs> that was a shot across. But the I
3: bow. will forgive you 490 times. <laughs>
4: <laughs> By the way, how about the walk? <laughs> The Washington Wizards. What was that reference? Four ninety. I don't even know.
3: They said they asked Jesus, "Father, how many times must I forgive?" Seven times, and he says, seven times, seventy times." Oh, I did so not know I, that. I, I, yeah, we See? believe Jesus walked on water. We just thought it was in the winter. Is that Old Testament?
5: <laughs> That's my favorite Mikey line of all time. He loves
3: it. We were skeptical. We were Catholics, but we were skeptical Catholics <laughs> growing up.
4: <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, speaking of religious things, how about uh, the state of Israel with Denny? Avdia, the ninth pick in the NBA draft to the Washington Wizards. The leaflet just became a pamphlet, Mikey.
5: <laughs> Congratulations Thank to all you. of you.
4: Thanks so much. Appreciate I it. I
5: saw Tamir Goodman having a little blurb about him. It was Did funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they were talking. And on the bottom it said Tamir Go- uh, Tamir Goodman, uh, the Jewish Jordan, and he had a whole discussion about <laughs> Denny. <laughs> I was but one... by the way, yeah. speaking of Hashem, yeah. Hashem came through for me last week when Nicholas Chubb goes out of bounds at the uh, one yard line you, <laughs> in the greatest
4: you know how I
5: situation knew... of all time. You know how I, have I used plus four and a half and under 18 and a half, and somehow, some way, the miracle of Hashem comes through for me instead of going against me. Here's how I
4: here's how I knew you had that bet because you were desperately trying to justify it on text, and I'm like, okay stop it. It went from a nine.
5: He should not be be running all alone in the last play. The last plays of the game, they're supposed to run into the line and tackle. He shouldn't be running 60 yards by himself. Anyways. How often does that happen in a college game? Not in a pro game.
4: I'm just saying, uh, 99.9% win probability to a hundred percent win probability. Like if we're starting to do that in the NFL and I get it a hundred percent is a hundred percent, but imagine if at the end of the year, the Browns don't get in on point differential, or he loses some contract incentive because he didn't get in the end zone. Like, well, let's not take this to the ridiculous extreme. You should have
5: never been running all alone down the sidelines in the first place. Okay. Mikey,
4: let me ask you a survivor question because I don't know if you know this. I'm obsessed.
5: What did you end up using?
3: Did you use Green Bay last week? Green Bay Packers. I thought number E was right on. There was 270 people that had the Packers eligible. And I said at highest, it would be 180, two-thirds. And he said it'll be just over 200. It was 204. Yeah. He nailed it. In retrospect, if you could have got through, now it looks like the Sunday after Thanksgiving with the Packers hosting the Bears looks like the layup. Looks like by far the best choice you could have made on that Sunday if you could have held the Packers back. I don't know.
4: That game scares me. Really? Division games always scare me. This is the gauntlet. This is the Circus Survivor
3: gauntlet. This
4: is it. This Sunday, Thanksgiving, and next Sunday, Three games in eight days, and I just pray I see you on the other side. One and of the three o one left.
3: We uh, we went from three o nine to three o one six lost on three ten to 301, 6 lost on the Eagles, three lost on the Ravens. I think if the Ravens weren't playing on Thanksgiving, more would have lost on the Ravens. But yes. because some were still saving them, and now do you even want to use them against Pittsburgh? Nope. I, I mean, what? I I don't know what the play is. If you had two, you'd have to do a double option.
6: James, you have two left in Survivor. I do have two left I purchased three and I still have two and like you I did do Green Bay last week and like every single week it feels like it's coming down to a last second last second drive some cases it's a last second field goal I feel like it's been a sweat with these big favorites coming down now fortunately there hasn't been a big favorite upset for quite a while. But it feels like it's a it's a sweat for the last probably the last month. So you're obsessed by it. I'm I'm Double haunted obsessed. by it at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just I, I'll I figure it'll get real if I can get through Thanksgiving.
4: Well, no, I didn't give James his proper introduction. It's it's former Westgate Super Contest champion James Salinas, everybody.
3: And co-host of the Mike Pritchard Power Hour. And co-host
4: of the Mike Pritchard Power Hour, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise known as Betting Across America. Is that what you call it? The Mike Pritchard Power Hour? I love it. On v SiriusXM Sirius XM <laughs> Channel 204. Noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on uh, Sirius XM Channel 204. Uh, James, first of all, thank you for being on the Megapod. First time you've ever been on the Megapod, right?
6: It has been. Oh. Is this? I'm assuming this is a family show, right? So we'll uh, <laughs> conduct ourselves appropriately. Oh, how you
4: guessed correctly. No um now you've really reached the big time by the way that you're on this show um so james are you going to is your strategy if you get by this sunday to use opposite teams with your two remaining entries on thanksgiving
6: i don't know i i i feel like i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be that standard athlete cliche and just take it one week at a time and and actually i kind of scrapped what what i projected out a long time ago just based on we knew that covid was going to be an issue and it was back in september and early october schedules being shifted around games that you thought were going to be played this week now moved back and and moved around so i just play it week to week so i'm hopeful maybe that might be if i have if i'm fortunate enough to get both entries through this sunday looking at thursday that might be the option but then you know, I, I have right now I have five out of the six teams still available. Me too. So, five out of yeah, six. Yeah, so no. it's, it's a juggling queue. I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I, first, I got to figure out what I'm going to do for this Sunday because right now I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll get to our Survivor picks later. Um, but can I just tell you this, uh, Mikey, the last thing about Survivor? And I know this is the first week that
4: everybody put in their entries, but Finally,
3: week 10 was the first week they all God. submitted. <laughs> See what it is
4: next year. Uh, <laughs> but I looked back at the 10 games I've had so far, five of them. Were complete sweats, so the notion of you know picking this week, like, go, I don't know, that team, that, that team's the layup. There is no such thing as a layup. People are kidding themselves if they think there's a layup. Everything that looks like a layup just
3: just skims by. The Steelers, the only team you've used already Yes. the six.
4: Correct. Yes. What about for you, James? What's the only team on Thanksgiving you used? Uh, I used Baltimore. Wow. Okay. So again, the so three Thanksgiving have games. I do still alive. Houston, yeah. Detroit. Washington, Dallas, and Baltimore, Pittsburgh. You could not have asked for a better trio of games from your perspective. They're all
3: pick You don't even know the yeah. quarterback in half of those. Who's going to be quarterback in half of those games.
4: Yeah. Well, I'll get to what I'm thinking about that when we get to Survivor. <laughs> Let's start with our best bets. This is how it works, of
2: course.
5: Best bets across. Wait, wait,
3: do you want the update
4: on oh, the, yeah. On the Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't.
3: Todd. I do not. But go ahead.
4: Todd, please. Court stenographer Todd Wishnev, with the update.
5: Sports stenographer Todd Wishnev here with the update on Mikey's 02 and 1 week, and he only got the one when Kyler Hale Murray. Wow. <laughs> the ball comes flying out of the skies and touchdown, baby, in a game we had no business losing. Anyways, Mikey <laughs> falls to 15, 13 and 2. Gil goes also to 15, 13 and 2. And I am at 14, 15 and 1. With a one-one and one week in the teaser scenario, Gil and me are tied for first place at seven and three, and Mikey lost his teaser last week, and he's down to six and four. I also lost, and I'm also down to seven and three. So we're doing well on teasers. We are doing
4: well on teasers. A lot of Stanford long options again this week. Uh, we'll get to those also on the show. Uh, we'll, okay, since you bring it up, as okay, the Nick Chubb thing was one thing. Cliff Kingsbury is getting a lot of credit for the Kyler Murray. Uh, kneel down on the uh, lined up in two point conversion mode. Instead of kicking an extra point, when Kyler Murray hit DeAndre Hopkins for the hail mary, Cardinals go up two. The only way you could get beaten at that point, theoretically, is if you tried an extra point. It gets blocked and gets returned for the two point conversion. And so Cliff Kingsbury is getting a lot of credit for you know going into the uh, two point conversion mode and just taking a knee. My belief is that he thought it was a timed down. I am convinced that he lucked into what looks like a great decision. I think he thought it was a time down and that the two seconds would run out because Kyler Murray looked completely surprised and I think they had no idea that they would actually have to
5: You know, it happened in a play. Kansas State game. It happened in a Kansas State game about 12 years ago. I remember I was involved in the point spread and I remember they didn't do the two-point conversion for the exact same reason. Um, so I don't know whether you're right or wrong about Cliff Kingsbury. He's not either. the brightest bulb in the tool yeah. shed. So it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't know not the brightest bulb in the tool shed.
3: I had the bills plus two and a half on a live ticket. And when they, they scored there, I said to Derek, they're not going to kick this point because of You remember the old rules. If you blocked the kick, it was only worth one. Yes. So you would kick it. You'd still win by one. But now that it's worth two, I yeah. said, he's, he's going to take a knee and he did You're smart. Well, you also could try to run it in and just give it to Murray and try to go for what's the odds that they can pull it out of him. Catch alignment catches. <laughs> well, why it and do nothing?
5: anything? Why do anything? You might as well just take a knee. I yeah. mean, even well, though I wanted it to be, you know, Three because of my pick against you, Mikey.
4: All right. Best, best <laughs> bets. Let us begin with our esteemed guest, Mr. James
6: Salinas. What is your first well, best bet of three, sir? Well, I think so. Looking at the top three, I mean, honestly, you know my process, Gil. Is I usually I need to see all of our practice reports through Thursday and Friday, and especially this year, I think the value of trying to get ahead of the line as opposed to the value of knowing personnel availability is, and I definitely defer to the latter. But in this case, for you guys and this show, I think I will start off with our first game. I'm going to go with Miami here in Denver on the road. I think it's. It's mainly three and a half. So I don't know how you guys want to look at these numbers, and but and yeah, so I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Dolphins on the road here in the Mile High City. And ultimately, this is more so. I mean, I like obviously I, uh, we've seen what Miami's doing. They've made the change at quarterback. I think Tua has helped them kind of expand their their offense within the red zone. That's given them more playmaking ability and really given Chan Gailey a chance to catch up to the 21st century and open the playbook uh, for Tua because he has the ability to move around and they kind of play left-handed as an offense now. So it's it's difficult for teams. Now that they're getting a few weeks, but difficult for teams to adjust to that. And they've been taking advantage of that clearly in the red zone, but more so this is a bet against Denver and really what the dysfunction is within that locker room between the disconnect of the coaching staff. And those players, Vic Fangio, I mean, he's multiple generations removed from this current generation of players that are playing the national football league. And he's, he's as old school as it gets. And he is not interested in trying to baby players uh, and, and bring them along. They pretty much left drew lock out there last week to continue taking a beating against the Raiders. He's got bruised there. They haven't really let up. They, they haven't really put out there exactly what happened to drew Lock contusion in the ribs did he did he get hit does he need a hug whatever that is but Vic Fangio Vic Fangio, yeah, there's one too for sure, but Vic Fangio is not one to give hugs during the game, and Drew Locke is constantly looking around for someone to give him a hug. That's not going to happen, so there's a big disconnect within that locker room between that coaching staff and, in particular, this offense. There's also a disconnect between those two units. Usually, offense and defense, they, they don't hang out. They don't like each other a whole lot, but they will respect each other. I think there's a point now where this defense is getting tired of having to carry the load for the Denver Broncos. And now they're knowing that really, I think last week, the fact that it was real clear that the the, the eye on the prize for the Broncos is to let Drew Locke play the season out and his development, Development is really more important than the Broncos winning games at this point. So that's clearly the message within the locker room. There's been a lot of talk out here in Denver about where are they going to go at the quarterback position, et cetera. Where are the defensive players mindset right now? Because they are not happy. The fact that they have to constantly come out here and and play, you know, have to have a stop each and every time on the field because they know offensively that it's just a complete mess. So that's my first play. I will lay the three and a half and take Miami Dolphins on the road. Miami Dolphins, Todd, hit it.
5: Miami Dolphins, are they for real? It's looking like they really might be. That Brian Flores, what can you say about him? Hey, maybe two was actually good. Wow, nice. Very nicely done. By the way, we're we giving James plus three and
4: a half or plus three.
5: Minus three and ha- it's minus it's three and a half. Minus Laying three it. and a half.
4: Yep. Or minus three is what I'm saying. No,
3: it's wait, minus wait, three and a half. Okay. Yo, yo, found a minus three minus one forty-five though. He wants to use. By the way,
4: you guys are desperately trying to make that a thing, but that's always. <laughs> By the way, we've, we've we said reduce...
5: no. Nobody was trying desperately to make it a thing, but it's really not fair to take a minus one twenty-five.
4: Wait a minute. On the entire history of this show, we've talked about reduced juice and extra juice. You guys, all of a sudden, because I, I had that, you you. Thought you were clever and made a thing of it.
5: It's not a well, thing. Well, minus twenty is one thing, but minus twenty-five.
3: I want an asterisk. if Gil and I finish tied this year for the best record. I should win it because he was using used the minus
5: one twenty-five. Good lord, Mikey! Unfortunately, I I don't like to agree with you against Gil, but in this case,
4: <laughs> I have to. Hey, oh, you know what? I made a I made another format formatic error How here. about
3: Thursday night game. Yeah. yeah, Thursday. Where yeah, night was, was why was not to Todd chirping in on? By this? the way, I
5: was going I was about to interrupt, but I knew I'd get yelled at for interrupting. I was gonna say, Gil, do you want to? <laughs> keep with the format
4: I know I should really know this James do you have any opinion on the Thursday night game tonight
6: uh i mean it's i don't like the the where the Arizona Cardinals are on the defensive line right now. I think we've seen that the offensive line for Seattle—it's they're they're hurting at center. I don't even know who's going to start at center for Seattle tonight. Uh, but everything falls on Russell Wilson to have to make plays. They haven't had any sense of the running game with the injuries that they've sustained at that position. Uh, but as far as the with as far as the Cardinals being able to apply any kind of pressure, we know Chandler Jones has been out for the last few weeks. But right now, that entire defensive line—it's all going to be backups. And in my mind, I, it's one of the things that I constantly do with the NFL is it's just a severe drop off from, experience and talent level from starters to backups. I don't know how Arizona creates any type of pressure with on Russell Wilson. So from that respect, I think it's, it. he obviously needs, he's still a, a, a obviously a very talented player. This is more of a redemption spot for them short week. They get to the be at home. No 12th man. We know that, but I, I'm going to lean towards Seattle laying the three and getting themselves right this weekend on the, or this week on the short week.
4: All right. A little lean, not a best bet, but a lean best bet for you tonight. Nothing.
6: Nothing.
5: Todd. I'll be just watching in-game and looking to go over if it looks like a typical Seattle game where they just score at will and give up at will. So if that starts to be happening very quickly, um, you know, DK Metcalf running wild and Lockett's running wild and Kyler Murray can't get stopped. I mean, if it's one of those kind of deals, I'll be jumping on the over probably. I I think
4: for me tonight on uh, primetime action,
5: MSG Plus 7 to 10. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Uh, I think that uh, it might
4: be a Cardinals over teaser situation for me. But I will say from an in-game perspective, this feels like whichever team falls behind, there might be an opportunity on the team that falls behind in-game. Just because this feels yeah. like a basketball game.
5: Yeah, because it's going to just come down to the oh. end like last time. Yeah. yeah. Remember, they had a 6-6 to game a couple
4: years back. All right. Uh, so, James Salinas, first pick is the Miami Dolphins.
3: Mikey. Pick number one. I'm going to take the Vikings in lay seven against the Cowboys. Ooh. Tough spot. Short week. Cowboys off the bye. But the Cowboys can't stop the run. Minnesota's going to be able to run the ball here. And when they can run the ball, Kurt Cousin is a serviceable NFL quarterback. I'm not buying into the, the game that Dallas gave. They gave the Steelers a good game the last time they played. And we're not. This is a pathetic team. This is a horrific team. I know they've gotten some players back. I'm not going to stop fading them, though. And uh, I think the Vikings now are back in the playoff hunt. They've resurrected their seasons from the, from the 0-4 start. And uh, I think they're going to be focused here. And, I, and it's, a, it's, it's not an easy spot to go to Minnesota fans or no fans. Two Nine things. One,
4: your cross is making me nervous. Two, um, serviceable. I love that term. It's the uh, most damning with faint praise thing you could ever give someone. Mikey, Mikey you're a serviceable vice president of
3: uh, operations here at Circus. As compared to Ben Fox? Yeah. <laughs> Not serviceable.
4: It can't get through one of these without a shot. Todd, what's your first best bet? James. <laughs> James. My first
5: best bet is going to be...
4: James just learned the name your... of his show.
5: What'd you say?
4: James just learned the name of his show, for God's Pritchard sake. Richard Power Hour. <laughs> oh, Mike me. <Kilton. laughs> yes, Todd, I'm sorry. It's already interrupt. I'm
5: going to go with the Washington football team as Ooh. my number one pick. Oh, my God. Minus one, I believe, is what do you have for them? Uh, one and a half, yeah, one and a half. Consensus, you have one and a half, really? Okay, fine. well, because I see a it. lot of twos, so yeah. I'm just sort okay, of yeah. okay, no. I'll take them one and a half. That's fine. So, the reason I'm taking the Washington football team is, um, back in the day, there was a guy named Alex. Uh, Smith, I believe, was his last name, and he had two legs, and he was a good quarterback. I mean, maybe I shouldn't go crazy. He was an above-average quarterback. He was good. He was good at Utah. He was very good at Utah. He's had a very fine career.
0: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
1: The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: Yeah, he's a good quarterback. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) And now he's back, and it seems like he's got his two legs back and they're down 24-3 to Detroit. They didn't just decide, "Okay, game's over." They came back like they were a legitimate team on the road and made it a game. Um I don't think they're that bad. I don't think the Redskins are that bad. I know everyone loves old Joey Burrow and he's the next, you know, coming of whatever, but you know, the Redskins just, you know, they played tight with the Giants. They crushed Dallas. You know, last week I was very impressed that they didn't just, you know, pack up tent and and get out of that game. They came back. They made it a game. I think Cincinnati on the road is going to have some trouble. Uh, You know, they've played much better at home this year. Really, the only game they were in on the road was the Indianapolis game where they got way ahead. I'm sorry, they tied at Philadelphia also. But to me, this looks like a game. The Redskins, you know, they they don't look like they're quitting to me. They look like they're still playing. And I really like Alex Smith. So I'm going to take Washington. All right. Washington football teamers minus one and a
4: half versus Cincinnati, <clears throat> my number one pick will be the new england patriots two and a half point favorites what is it two or two oh, wow. and a half let's say two at houston let's see,
5: let's see what we got for new two. England. Two. new england Two. two. two.
4: two.
5: yeah
4: <laughs> do you want to give it to me at one minus 103 you guys want to give it to me no no
5: you know uh, it's amazing gil for such a bright guy that uh, you don't understand that that minus 25 is is something but we'll let it go go ahead I think I understand the concept, Todd. But it doesn't thanks, seem like it thanks did. for belittling me. Uh, new, so here's the thing on
4: guessing lines for two weeks now, and for those who listen to guessing lines, they know this. the The line that I have been the most off on involves the Houston Texans. Last week, I I guessed Cleveland would be four and a half point favorites or five point favorites. Can't remember against them. And Chrissy was like, "It's two and a half or three. I like your line a lot better, and I couldn't believe that Houston was getting that respect. This week, I said New England minus two and a half. This was Monday morning. And Chrissy said, uh, I like your line better. You won't believe this. Houston is either a pick'em or Houston is favored by one and a half. And that first 24 hours from Monday to Tuesday, this came all the way to New England minus two and a half. I do not understand why the Houston Tech in, Texans seem to get this initial line respect coming out of weekends. Uh, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to let Romeo Crennel beat him here. Period. Um And I think New England feels like they have a second life here after being two and, they were on the cusp of two and six. They pulled that Jets game out of their behinds. And now after the win against the Ravens, they're four and five and they're actually thinking things about their season. Um, I still have a season win total under nine and a half on them. I don't think they get there, but I do think they are good enough to go into Houston and figure out a way to beat the Texans, giving less than a field goal. I will take the New England Patriots as my number one
6: pick of the week. Jamesy, number two. Now, so just for – so I'm clear with your format. If, you, if we both like the same game, do I f- need to find another no, game no, or can no, I bandwagon no, with you? However, okay.
3: However, James, if two of the other panelists – I've picked a game. It's a good idea not to make it a third because it <laughs> no, never wins. Right. <laughs> That's right. right. But you're just allowed, to. Death, but you're all you're allowed, allowed
5: to. to.
6: You are allowed but to. You could
5: just mark it as a loss. <laughs> all right.
6: we well, don't have to watch it's in the center square with this one too, Gil. I think that I'm right with you with New England. Yes. I, don't, I don't even know if the Texans want to play. Let alone what we Ted, Todd was just talking about that last play against against the Browns last week, where you're trying to you're trying to get a stop and down the sideline deals Chubb sliding out of bounds at the one yard line. How do you give that up? I don't know why the Texans even want to play. They can't even keep their lead. PR rep around anymore. Complete. I mean, everybody's just getting jettisoned from that team. I think at this point now they're past the halfway point. Everything falls onto to Deshaun Watson's shoulders to have to make every single play. Uh, I think um, as far as injuries are concerned at the running back position for for Houston, David Johnson is on IR His backup. Now Duke Johnson has not practiced this week. He is questionable. I don't know who the hell is going to run the football. Laramie Tunsil at the left tackle position also is not practicing. So their offensive line's a mess. Not only from that standpoint where I think Stefan Gilmore should be back finally for new England to bolster that secondary to help against the only, the, the only pass, you know, with the pass attack for Houston, it's the only strength offensively they're going to have, but more so just from the mindset of the Texans. I just, I I see this team continually ready to check out here and you're going to place a New England team, just like you said, Gil, where Bill Belichick is not going to lose to Romeo Cronell, and that team is not going to lose this weekend either. So one and a half, two and a half, anything under a three, I'll take it. I'll lay that. I'll lay that number win by a field goal on the road. New England Patriots as my second play.
4: I love being on same side as James is. If you if you could have it, if you could be on the same side as a Super Contest champion as a 15-13 and one asterisk guy, you take that opportunity every time
3: you get it. Mikey, number two. My next two picks are both already given. Oh, okay. I'm going to give them both right now. All right, let's okay? do it. Okay. My number two pick is I agree with James. I'm on a fade of Denver. Denver is awful. Mm. I argued with Lombardi for five minutes on Sunday about this game. He said this was on oh, the Raiders game. He, this is perfect spot for Drew Locke. The, bu, 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 bu. They were going to beat the Raiders. I said, you said they'd go seven and one at home <laughs> last year, Michael. Uh, bu, bu, but, I mean, come on. This team is bad. Uh, this bu, is a bu, bad bah. team. They don't have a quarterback. I agree with James. The disconnect there with the coaches, they're, they're just not good. They're just not good. And Miami continues to get better every week. Look, I mean. They are playing very, very well. I'm, I'm still impressed by that win over the Chargers. The Chargers are a good team. I love your pick. I love your pick to win the NFC, the AFC East. Thank you. They, I think right now they're the best team. Buffalo, plus 11-50, plus I'm sitting on. Like, I like that pick. I think they go to Denver. I think they, they handle this game. I think Tua, as you said, continues to mature as a quarterback. Their defense will confuse a bad Broncos offense, and I, I look for I look for this game under, and I like Miami to win by a touchdown or more. How
4: long before you and Lombardi just get in a fist fight?
3: Never. This guy's in love with me. I mean, he's <laughs> texting me every day about the song lyrics I put up with the playbook. I mean, it's incredible. Really? If, yeah. If I ever did stand-up comedy, I'd have to have Lombardi in the front, front row, because he laughs at everything I say. You know what I mean? He's a, He is a great shill for me. It's a great audience to have around. You know, he, he really loves people or he hates them. There's, there's no middle ground with that. <laughs> That seems that way, doesn't seems that's that way. why he won't text me. Seems that way. Yeah. Doesn't seems eat that way. Doesn't he? <laughs> <it? doesn't laughs> All
4: right, Todd. What's the, Oh, so that's two N when you're third. Two N, oh, my two, third is, yeah. I
3: agree with Todd. I like, wa- you can't, you
5: can't one second. He, yeah. Can we go in order? He can no, come back with no. well, no, I, us. Cause, I Cause we've because the given tips have been
3: given I don't want to spend yeah. a lot of time. I agree with oh. Todd. Yeah. I have the Washington football team. I think really, I think the Washington football team is the best team in the NFC East. Better than the Giants? Yes. Okay. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. I'm not a Daniel. And if if Alex Smith is halfway healthy and he can push off at all, I think they're the better team. They have the best defense in that division. Philadelphia is abominable. Oh, abominable! That team is awful. It's My stable. God, are they awful? And Doug Peterson might one be.
5: One note on Drew Locke. Drew Locke is Jeff George. Huge arm, no brain. I remember watching a Missouri-Purdue game one time uh, when he was at Missouri, and I had Purdue, and I had no business covering the game. Missouri could have literally scored 500 points had, had Drew Locke had a brain in his head, and somehow I survived and won that game, and I thought to myself, this guy is not going to be successful in the NFL. I don't think
3: he has as big of arm as Jeff George, and I don't think he's as dumb, but your point is taken. Yeah, Jeff Thank George was not a likable guy. No.
5: No, I just meant I just meant from the like he has the NFL tools. Right. I don't think he has the NFL brain. Listen, Todd, someone who's as
4: smart as you should be able to tell that I understood what you said there. That was a shot at what you said to
5: me earlier, in case you were wondering. I'm obviously not that bright.
4: Okay. Number two from you, sir. My
5: number two is going to be the dirty Atlanta Falcons birds. The dirty birds (laughs) are not Falcons birds. (laughs) Do you remember the Dirty Birds? <laughs> yes. Long time ago? Jamal Anderson's
3: no. The sequencing yeah, the there dirty, wasn't dirty Atlanta Falcon The sequencing spurs. there wasn't as eloquent as I thought it might have been. <laughs> the
5: Dirty Atlanta Falcons. Bird. Yeah. I'm going to take the Dirty Birds, and here's why. You know, they're really easily could be six and three. I mean, I know that's crazy to say, but they could easily be six and three had they not just given games away. They crushed Denver. They didn't just beat. I know that the final score is very misleading in that in that football game. I mean, they're beating people pretty pretty nicely here. They they crushed Minnesota on the road. This is a decent team, Atlanta, and now I get to go against Jameis Winston for reals. That is something you just you like to do. Uh, I you know what. Do you know what Jameis Winston's going to do with New Orleans in a a competitive game? None of us know whether he's going to be decent or not good or whether they're going to have Taysom Hill in there for 50. New Orleans has a hard time beating anybody big anyways because their defense isn't that good. Aside from the the week against uh, Tom Brady, they were giving up tons of points, give up 24 to Carolina, 27 to the Chargers, 23 even to the Bears. I mean, you give up 23 to the Bears and you're telling me Matt Ryan's not going to torch you? It's going to be hard to win by five. Give me a Atlanta Dirty Birds, Falcons, and Gwinnett County, Cobb County, and any other county around Atlanta plus five.
4: <laughs> He's still got election <laughs> fever. Uh, Sean Payton is going to jam Taysom Hill down our throats in
5: this game.
3: Have you guys gotten paid on your election bets yet? No. Then why isn't there still a lineup if it's not done? No, I know that was. There should be that a That was his point. But there should be. Yeah, that was the that was the first thing he said that was bright about He's this r-
4: election. Yeah. It was a good point. Yeah, no, it was a good point. That's absolutely right. We should all get paid already. Mm-hmm. If there's no lineup, then it's <laughs> then it's done. Though he's right about his winning bets, though. Everything after the the actual putting in of the bet. I love you, E. Uh, Green Bay is my number two pe- play. Green Bay plus. What is it? One and a half.
5: Green Bay. I have Green Bay plus two. But you tell me.
4: Well, if you want to give me two, give me two.
5: Wait. Let me just check it again, just to be safe. Give me two. Green Bay. I have them at – how come I can't find them? All right. As
4: you determine that, I'm taking the Packers just because I don't think they should be yeah. dogs in this game at all.
5: Well, plus one and a half, plus two. I think plus two is fair.
4: Okay. I don't think they should be dogs in this game by any stretch. Uh, obviously, they didn't appear to give a darn, if I may say so, against the Jaguars last week as we skated by with her survivor pick. But to me uh, – and I do know the Colts once again coming off extra rest here after they doubled up the Titans – I I just, the the Philip Rivers third and one, fourth and one shenanigans on Thursday night football was finally his coming out of the closet as a person who does not sneak. Seven opportunities where they, uh, six where they ran the football on third or fourth and one, uh, a seventh where they pass, and then the eighth was the pinch sneak to Jacoby Brissett. And again, if you're like, well, why are you making such a big deal about sneaks? This is a competitive advantage for any defense against the Colts in short yardage situations. At some point, this nips them in the butt in a very key moment in a big game. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers, I think you throw out that game against the Jaguars, quite frankly, last week. I think uh, in a game with Aaron Rodgers and Phillip Rivers, I will happily take the Green Bay Packers here against the Colts. I think the Colts and the Titans are both kind of fake good teams. I don't really buy into them. Um, I think the Packers are a better football team. I will take them in a Bickham situation, or excuse me, getting two points, where there is, there is no home field advantage in the NFL this year. It is not a thing. And so give me Green Bay, which essentially is a neutral field, getting a couple points. It's just a numbers play for me. I'll take the Packers. Number three from James.
6: Well, well I, not knowing how you guys have gone through 10 weeks with, your, with the podcast, uh, for me, I have been anti-Adam Gase for for two years now. Talk about a dysfunctional coach that everybody is hes running everybody out of there that won't, that that don't want to buy into whatever crazy cross-eyed dysfunctional game plan that he brings in week in and week out. But, and this may be, this may get me kicked off your program and never invited back to the Beating the Book podcast again, but I'm actually going to take the Jets in this situation. I have a plus eight and a half out here, uh, a couple well, books out here. Half. We'll give you nine, and, oh, half, nine and a half. Give me another point. Why not? Nine and, and a half. I can up to ten. I, I, this is yeah. That's a ton of points. Where, where are the um the Los Angeles Superchargers getting these numbers? The to- be favored over anybody at this point. It's a two and seven football team. This is not a bet on the jets, although they do have Quinton Williams coming back. That's going to help within the, the defensive line. Uh, I, I would bet the over as far as roughing the passer penalties in this game for Greg Williams defense. They're always good for a few of those that'll help sustain a few drives. It'll help sustain a few drives for the Chargers. But ultimately, even if they have the lead, you know, Anthony Lynn and company are going to find a way to dump the game. They're not going to be able to. I I don't know if they're even going to win this game. I'm rooting against it because whoever has the Chargers left, I'm hoping that they're going to want to use the Chargers in the survivor pool this weekend, thinking that the Jets are just a a bet against week in and week out when it comes to survivor pool. And that makes sense. Uh, But in this case, you're going to have a team that's desperate. It's it's very hard, obviously, to go to to go on defeated in this league and it's pretty hard to go winless in this league as well. So I think from that standpoint with the Jets coming off the bye, not wanting to be if, if there's ever a sense that there's going to be desperation from the Jets playing like it week in and week out to not be an Owen 16 football team despite Adam Gase and all his uh, all his uh, really just constant dysfunction week in and week out. I'm going to take the Jets plus the. Todd said it at nine and a half. That's fine. Whatever that is, anything over that eight, I will take it. I, I think the Jets stay in this game because of the Chargers' ineptitude to finish off any opponent. So give me the points on the road with the New York Jets.
4: Wow. Taking the Jets, 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 Jets. Joe Flacco at the helm plus nine and a half. By the way, guys, uh, Woj just confirmed Clay Thompson ruptured Achilles. Ah. Uh, oh. Uh you imagine back-to-back major, major leg injuries? Remember when I, when I uh, popped my Achilles in front of you guys? you remember what my words were? That, Mikey said, are you in pain? I said, oh, no, it's the mental anguish.
3: It is the mental that anguish. That was right before Todd said, yes. can we get those two balls? Hey,
4: can I get those two tennis balls back?
3: <laughs> Freshly <laughs> ruptured Achilles. What does he need them for in the ER, the, he said.
4: The, <laughs> the, the <laughs> mental anguish of what I'm about to face for the next year. And Todd goes, hey, can I get those tennis balls back? <laughs> <laughs> the great lines ever, unbelievable. Uh, poor Clay Thompson, man, and poor Warriors. I so badly wanted to see the band back together in Golden State. That sucks. Ugh. Todd, pick number three.
5: Um, I was gonna go with Green Bay too, but um, you know what? Because you picked them, I'm gonna take somebody else. Don't do
4: that. You just uh, told James he shouldn't do that. Why are you doing that?
5: No, no, no. I'll tell you why I'm not doing it. Because I have four picks here that I liked, All and right. one of them was Green Bay. So I figured, and you if you need you're to taking catch up. Green Bay. and you need to catch what'd you up. Say?
4: and you need to catch up.
5: Yeah, yeah, from yeah, that's another reason I need to catch up. <laughs> um okay. So here's what I'd like to take. I'd like to take the Dallas Viking game under 48. Hmm. Dallas Vikings under 48 and here's why. Um I think sneakily quietly sneakily. the Minnesota team is becoming the old Minnesota team which plays good defense, runs the ball Make sure that Kirk Cousins doesn't beat them. Just grinds out W's real methodical. Uh, That's way uh, Zimmer used to coach him up. And then early this season, they got away from that. And now lately, it seems like they're cleaning it back up and it's back to just grind it out. Good defense. And that defense used to be really stellar uh, you know, in years past. Early in this year, it hasn't been good, but it it seems to be picking it back up lately. So I just don't see how Dallas is gonna score a lot of points. Uh, they needed one of those wacko kick return tricks to get points against the Steelers. I think they're gonna need a lot more. Who's who's starting? Gilbert? Or I don't even know who these guys are who's starting a at quarterback for Dallas. You know, how's Dallas gonna get to more than 17 points? I don't see it. Thirty seventeen 17 still goes under. So give me um, the under 48 in Dallas, Minnesota. Andy Dalton expected
4: to start for the Cowboys this weekend.
5: Okay, I don't care who's starting. They all stink. Clint Longley expected to start for the Cowboys this weekend. How about the Clapper? Wasn't the Clapper a backup he, he quarterback? Was. He, was, yeah. he was, yeah.
4: Steve Pellor. Yeah, Steve Pellor. <laughs> Gary Hogaboom is starting this weekend for the Cowboys. Bernie Kosar. Oh.
5: That's very
3: obscure. <laughs> yes, he was there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm a dandy.
5: Don Meredith didn't
3: Kosar come in in an NFC Championship game when Aikman got hurt against against the 49ers and nursed him through in the like the last quarter and a half to I get him. I don't remember. I Maybe think you're so. Right. Yeah. I think he got, I think Aikman got concussed. Concussed. A great word.
4: Uh, my final pick is the Tennessee Titans catching points against the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are always tricky because yeah. they are the best come from a head team in football in many respects, but they can't come from behind to save their lives. Uh, You're re- getting five. What's that?
5: You're getting five.
4: How am I getting five when I see six and halves and sixes all over the place? I
5: see everywhere five. <laughs> who, who, what Except kind of lines one, are you, what are you looking at? one six and all five. Pinnacle has five. Oh, Bookmaker you know what? You know what?
4: It literally just moved. Like literally oh. five minutes ago. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'll still take the Tennessee Titans. So apparently the um,
5: Mikey Gill's going to take the Titans plus five minus one twenty-five. This joke keeps getting funnier. I, I, we just kind
3: of had a little fun because there was it finally came up that somebody used a minus one twenty-five. It wasn't a big deal. Hey, well, he's going to. It milk wasn't it. a big He's going to milk it between now and next year. Let's, let's let it go, Todd. It oh, was, after it,
5: Mikey it, jumps on kicks the last time I said times, it the last time
3: I, I said it the asterisk was funny I'll now agree, let's move on I'll
4: agree to the asterisk tiebreaker that it was funny yeah no, now I let's gr- move on I agree Todd. to the asterisk tiebreaker how about that all right uh, I'm taking the Titans a rematch of the playoff game between the Titans and the Ravens uh Titans obviously famously beating the Ravens as a number one
0: seed last year um
4: Titans have, again, look, I just think it's just too many points. Again, it gets back to guessing lines on Monday. I thought Baltimore would be about a four-and-a-half, four-point favorite in this game. Didn't understand the six or six-and-a-half. Not as not as fun now, but I'll take it at five because I don't want to change up. I just think the Titans have the ability to – they match up quite well with the Ravens, and I do think with the Ravens, any pick against the Ravens comes down to this game script situation where if you're fortunate enough to go ahead of them – you are just way ahead of the, of the game at that point. If you fall behind, a little more challenging, but the Titans obviously a team um, that knows they can beat the Ravens even when they were at their heights last year. I don't think they're fearful of them at all. Give me the points. I will take all these. I do not understand why the Ravens are getting this kind of respect with that one-dimensional offense right now. So uh, Lamar, they
5: figured out Lamar. Yeah. People have figured out Lamar. It's not. I mean, we've seen this before. A guy comes into the league, sets the league on fire. The next year they figure him out. Yeah, I now I think they're going to have a harder time with Kyler Murray, but but Lamar, they seem to have figured him out. They figured out Greg
3: Roman is what they figured out, Todd. All right. If they had Kubiak, they could run the ball still because he knows how to run the ball. This was a one-hit wonder, Greg Broman running the ball last year, and he won the you know, assistant coach of the year, and now it's showing he doesn't have enough creativity in the run game. All right, we've gotten
4: through our three best bets, and now it is time for our best teaser of the week. Again, Todd, you and I 7-3 on teasers. What's Mikey?
5: 6-4.
4: All right, and uh, James Salinas in the guest chair. James, you have honors, Your Honor, your favorite two-leg, six-point teaser of the week.
6: Six-point teaser. What number do we have currently for the Kansas City Chiefs? Chiefs, Chiefs I, have have
4: a, nine, I have at nine, uh, seven, about eight. What do you have, Gil? I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to lose confidence in what I have here on the screen. I don't think yeah, mine I mean, is updating.
6: It, this, this, I saw it, an eight I early. It. I saw eights out here in Denver earlier today. So I see have, seven and a half,
5: guys,
6: eight. Okay. Well, I, uh, the two-team teaser I'd like would be Green Bay teasing them up past the seven maybe what is that eight now if it's six points green Green bay Bay plus the eight uh which should be i i I think i agree with gil i kind of lean towards green bay winning this game outright but give me the additional points past that number indy's gonna struggle to score they don't have any type of a running game uh and now they're i think their safety they're having issues at the safety position as well that That's their biggest weakness for the Colts is in that secondary. They're great against the run. They do have injuries, especially in this at the safety positions. So I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to put some points on the board. Uh, We'll we'll see what Devontae Adams ankle looks like as the week progresses. But I'll take that plus the eight. And then with Kansas City. COVID or not, as far as the Raiders concerned. Now, we know those are big issues going on right now on that defensive side of the football. A ton of guys not going to be able to practice this week. Maybe they play, but kind of similar to a few weeks back when they had to play Tampa and the offensive line was in quarantine. Now, majority of those guys were able to come back and play on Sunday, but they didn't have any time to practice and prepare for that defensive pass rush and all the different looks that you were going to see from the Tampa Bay defense and, and Todd Bowles. Same thing here with Kansas City. You have to be prepared on the field for all the different all the different gimmicks that we know Andy Reed and Eric they're all their OC are going to bring to Las Vegas this weekend. the other piece with this too is as a Super Bowl champion, week in and week out, Kansas City is going to get everybody's best shot. They got their best shot back a few weeks ago, lost that game outright at home to the Raiders. I think in this spot here, there's some redemption piece. As a Super Bowl champion, you're always trying to find different ways that you can find motivation. I think that was motivation enough uh, coupled with the uh, apparently I don't know, is there going to be this is an opportunity I think for the Chiefs and Andy Reid and company to do a a few bus laps around Allegiant Field this weekend. So I love the Chiefs in this spot. We can get them down below a field goal with the teasers count me in Green Bay plus the eight and Kansas City I guess at minus two.
4: What do you think about the Raiders constantly being in COVID-19 reserve week after week? It's like their whole defense like you said James is in this thing they can now just to be clear they can all play by Sunday if they have a string of negatives you think it's a Raiders thing or is it a Vegas thing? I'm starting to get paranoid might be a little of
3: both yeah Uh, Mikey your favorite two team what's the number on the Chargers game?
5: The Chargers nine and a
3: half, are he at said. nine and a half. Are you sure? I'm gonna to appeal to you. Are you are you uh, seeing nine and a half? I am seeing nine and a half. Okay, I so see. it's not that then I'm not teasing him down to three and a half. Oh, no. Uh I'll take the Cardinals plus nine tonight. Uh I, I understand James concern about the defensive line, but Wilson did not look good the last few weeks in these games. And I and I do think that Kyler Murray is dynamic and this Seattle defense is just really, really, really bad under Bozo the Carroll. So um I'll take plus nine and then I'll agree with you on the chiefs. Take him down to two. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm I think I'm teasing Arizona yeah. tonight with yeah. the actual
4: total tonight, but that's not my teaser of the week.
5: Uh, Todd. I'm going to take green Bay plus the eight. We've all talked about why green Bay plus, um, even though Philip, you know, I'm in Philip Rivers anonymous meetings and even, you know, every, it was a tough week for the people in the meetings last week. Cause Philip Rivers did cover, but he didn't deserve to cover, you know, that ridiculous punt helped him. So, um, you know, I love going against Phillip Rivers. Give me Green Bay plus the eight, and give me the Minnesota Vikings minus the one. I already talked about why I like the the Vikings and to keep the score down against Dallas. I don't see why they should be able to win the game pretty easily. Give me Green Bay plus eight, Minnesota minus one.
4: And I'm taking Green Bay plus eight. Cincinnati plus seven and a
5: half. Mm. I see. Cincinnati is, yeah, plus, well, plus... They're like plus one, or you have them plus one and a wait, half. Wait a
4: minute, you had Washington earlier, didn't we? Give you minus one and a half. So how am I only getting yeah, seven? That's right. Plus, I have Washington
5: right. minus one and a half yeah, as
4: okay. well. Thank you very much. Okay, recount, Gill. Recount, Re- total recount. Can we do a recount on this? Uh, plus seven Cincinnati and a half. Plus seven and a half. Yeah, I think well, Joe you- Burrow and company keep it close. Yes, Todd. You were going to say
5: nothing. No, I'm
4: good. Okay. Uh, survivor pick. So me and James, he's still alive in Survivor. You, you're not required to give your Survivor pick of the week here, James, if you don't want to. But if you think you know which one you're going to take in Circa, please, by all means, share with the people.
6: Well, maybe this can be kind of a revisit of a numbers game that we were doing every Friday from three years ago where maybe I was taking this team. <laughs> maybe right. I wasn't taking this segment. team. Do a I little little belt. A little, uh, a little Belichickian uh, move on you. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead. I, I'm struggling with this week, so I, I'm going to let some things play out. So I, I don't want to say anything on there because I'm not. Number one, yeah, I'm you, you. I'm sure with you, we're competing against each other. But yeah. all, in all honesty, I just don't know right now.
4: I, you know, I. It, it's funny as these weeks have gone on, I have known less and less by the time of this show. I think. I think I'm taking Anthony Lynn and the
3: Chargers. So I think it comes down to, if you have everything available this week. I do not
4: have Pittsburgh available. Okay, but
3: I, yeah. would, I think it comes down to, you can going take the Vikings or the Chargers. Vikings That'll Chargers. be most people's picks, I it, think. Yeah, yeah, I think if you have
4: Pittsburgh available <laughs> and you want to override Thanksgiving, you take Pittsburgh. But the other two teams are the Chargers or the Vikings. And I trust, believe it or not, the Vikings less than I do Anthony
5: Lynn this week. How are you going to feel, though, when there's two minutes to go?
3: Oh, Well, you got <laughs> Lynn, down, you got Lynn like or seven. Kirk Cousins. What do you want? I mean, it's, you feel bad about both of them. Down, it's third down
5: and seven. Chargers are up by two. They're at the 45-yard line. And he makes some bozo maneuver, so they have to punt the ball. Joe Flacco drives it down for a 59-yard field goal uh, at the buzzer, uh, and the Jets win it by one.
4: Todd, forget the end Todd, of the game. How am I going to feel at the end of the first half? I'm going to be like That's what he
3: does every week. Every he screws week? up the end of the first half. It's it's yeah. unbelievable. A running clock at 140, and the Dolphins have one timeout from your own 16, and he throws three incomplete passes. And this, of course, after my earlier close call with the Bucs. Well, he probably were... ran a read option up by three scores. So,
4: so okay. So then I asked you the question that was 24 to 7 in that yes. Chargers game, the mm-hmm. read, options, read option. Read option from the
3: nine yard line.
4: And I, as I said at the time, it was like the Rocky music. I had come from the dead. <laughs> How does he not, after having that first experience, how does that not lodge in your brain and say, let me not do something dumb again
5: here? They all That's do it. Why. He's not the only one. Tons of coaches from their own 12-yard line with no possible way of getting in field goal range love to run plays that can only go bad and cannot help you at all.
3: The all fact, of them. The fact that he had done it in Tampa Bay is why it made number one on America's most popular segment, No Hyperbole. <laughs>
5: I call it no hyperbole, and it's a big ripoff of, of, of grievances, of grievances, of your grievances. Yes. That's exactly what it is. It's a it's a ripoff. Fest, feats sorry. of strength.
3: <laughs> grievances
5: was the original.
3: yo know, I got a hard stop. Can I give you the game? I'm not interested in. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, I have no interest in the Packers and Colts, and I'll tell you why. You guys are you love the Packers here. I just think the Packers are too Jekyll and Hyde. They are. I, they could win this game, like we said about that Miami uh, Arizona game. They could win this game by 13 and they could lose this game by 4. I mean, they could because they their performances are inconsistent especially on the road. So I, I, understand. I want to know it part. Of. James, thank you no, for no, being one, with one more, us. One more thank last you. one.
4: What Big what? favorite, most likely oh, to lose out, right? God your, almighty. Your, choice, your choices are Pittsburgh, like, uh, 10 and a half, or let's call it 10-point favorites than... at Jacksonville. There's only four choices. Chargers, Chargers. nine and a half point favorites uh, hosting the Jets. Yeah. Minnesota, 7-point favorites hosting Dallas. And then Kansas City, uh, above the 7 now, I believe. Chargers at because
3: of Anthony Lane. Chargers because yeah. of Anthony Lane. Thank Not, you,
4: James. Now your excuse, sir. Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Please put that cross back under your shirt. Thank you.
5: Jeez, and the, go to Bible study.
4: With the religious symbols, this guy. Very, very intimidating. Uh all right, James. Uh let's ask the uh let's ask the final two questions. Let's ask them. 'em let's let's start with the second one first. Of those four big favorites, final two questions, which is the most likely to lose outright between Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, Chargers hosting
6: the Jets, uh Minnesota hosting Dallas, Kansas City at Las Vegas.
4: <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs>
6: Gosh, I hate the, I hate the scheduling spot for Pittsburgh here. We knowing that they have a short week with division rival Ravens on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, but I, I'm going to, I'm in agreement with Mike. I think if, if it's one of them, that's going to fall prey, it would be the chargers. Basically again, bet against Anthony Lynn. I actually took the chargers back a few weeks back in the survivor to get them out of the way. So I wouldn't have to be conflicted this week to you. see them playing the jets. I took them when they played Jacksonville, maybe three weeks ago or so. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go with that. I'll go with the Chargers to lose the, the biggest favor to lose on the board. And we'll go with the Chargers to lose to the New York Jets.
4: And that Jacksonville game, they were down a touchdown late oh, in the third brutal. quarter, too.
6: Now, they get, I, were they down 16, I think? I think at one point they, they were, were down 16.
4: I, I think they were up 16. And or then they coughed up, up the I, lead yeah. by seven. Yeah. And then there was a fumble, and it turned the game around in late third quarter. But that's what I'm saying when I say I had five close calls out of ten. That's why, like, everybody's like, I don't know, this is a free. Nothing's easy. Nothing. So, like, the notion Anthony Lynn could end up beating the Jets by 23, and it'll be an easier walk than Pittsburgh could be. A jet- I mean, none of these are easy. Um, so, Chargers, the Anthony Lynn pick is James. Uh, and that was also
5: Mikey's. Todd? You know, the Jets average 7.5 yards a play, at least for the first half against the Patriots with Joe Flacco. I, you know, it wouldn't shock me if Anthony Lynn finds a way to blow it. I will take Minnesota
4: uh, for some reason. Anthony Lynn would usually be the pick here, but I just have a bad feeling about Dallas and Minnesota for some reason. I just have a bad feeling. So I'd say Minnesota just a hair over the Chargers. And the final question. Uh, we live in a bizarre world where, of all these 14 games, again, there's four teams on bye this week, but of uh, all the 14 games remaining, including tonight's game, let's say we were forced to bet side on each and every one of them, but we were allowed one free pass Mikey said it's Green Bay, Indianapolis for him. What is it for you, James?
6: Detroit Carolina we don't know who's going to start a quarterback for either of those teams Bridgewater has knee issues and I suspect he probably won't play but if that's the case you got Will Greer and PJ Walker but you don't know who's going to start the quarterback position same thing with Detroit and Matthew Stafford with this thumb but also the Detroit is not a team I hate Detroit I'm, I'm not going to back Detroit I don't even want to play Detroit until they get rid of Matt Patricia as the head coach because there's another team that can't find a way to finish they were very fortunate last week I'm sure Matt Prater is one of their best offensive players, as always, uh, bailing out Matt Patricia again from blowing another big lead to the, to the Washington football team. Uh, I don't want any part of that game or those fran- uh, or that franchise, for that matter.
4: James, cut to a shot of you on Thanksgiving morning sweating out your survivor pick on the Lions. <laughs>
6: <Just> <laughs> dying
4: in a corner. What's wrong, James? You're, your wife? You're like, nothing. I'm betting on David Blau or Chase Daniel um, <laughs> yeah. to survive. Todd, game you want no part of.
5: Rams Buccaneers again the Rams are up and down you know they play great against Seattle they play crappy against somebody else I I just don't know what what to get out of the Rams and then the you know the other question is if they can pressure Brady all of a sudden he looks terrible if they don't pressure Brady then he looks like uh, the Hall of Famer that he is so I just I don't understand what to do with that game at all.
4: Here, here is the, I said this on a numbers game this morning. I also said it on guessing lines, I think. The two Rams stats of the week. Sean McVay, 31-0 when he leads at the half. 31-0 when he leads at the half. And here's one from this year. Rams defense has given up in their nine games this year. They're six and three. The Rams defense has given up a maximum of three points in eight of their nine second halves this year. Only Buffalo got more than a field goal against the
5: Rams defense.
4: Pretty interesting for a team that's supposedly known for offense and Sean
5: McVay. It's well, that's why I like the, I like the in-game games because that, that's a game where I think if you see the Rams getting pressure on Tom Brady, go ahead and bet the Rams. If, you, if they're not getting pressure on Tom Brady, then don't. You know, But that's why I love in-game betting because you just get so much more insight as to how the game's going to you know, play out.
4: Totally agree. That's why I do primetime action with Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin, Daniel Alvari, MSG Plus, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, my pick for this that was— That sounds
5: a, like a show I would have been great on with Hugh Gill, huh? It
4: sounds like it was. You know what? It's a vehicle made for Todd Wishneff. It really yes, is. Yes, oh. it
5: really was. Yeah. Well,
4: what can what I say? What are you going to do? What are you
5: going
4: to do? Uh, I had a toss up here between two games Philadelphia, Cleveland, and Detroit, Carolina. But I think, James, I'm with you. I think it's Detroit-Carolina. I mean, A, we don't know if it's Stafford. We don't know if it's Bridgewater, as you said. But just in general, I think I answered Detroit more to this question than any other team. I have no feel for the Lions week to week. You have no feel for the Lions in the middle of, in, from one quarter to the next. I mean, they, they coughed up that huge lead to Chicago earlier in the year. They almost coughed it up to Washington. So that's a team I want to no part of. So it's a Detroit and Carolina. And Carolina is no uh, sure thing from week to week either. Um, that's for sure. And no quarterbacks, that's obviously the answer to Detroit, Carolina. Uh, thank you to Mikey Palm, who's gone. Thank you, Todd Wishnam. Jamesy, James Salinas, everybody, uh, co-host of... Uh, wait, Benny-
5: wait, you buried the lead on James. How are you doing James in the regular contest? That's your forte. I,
6: I'm... I'm- Probably, honestly, I don't know exactly where I stand with the standings. I'm probably about six or seven games above 500 right now, I think. So I've honestly taught I've been changed. I changed my strategy with it this year. I've been playing more for the four week contests. And then like we so the first, you know, because they have such lucrative prizes for those mini contests. uh, That's where like this year I was in the hunt come week four for the first quarterly. But I had to do some contrarian plays and then I buried myself doing it that way. So it's been kind of pick up and make up from there. But strategies changed just because those quarterlies have become so lucrative. So I think right now, like I said, collectively, I think maybe I'm six or seven games above 500.
5: That's super interesting. So basically you had to go against what you would have otherwise done because you wanted to see if you could win. the. That's super interesting. Right. Isn't that interesting how the, the whole thing has been shifted well, because.
6: And, yep. Yep, And Todd, I did that last year. So last year, right at that, or right about this time was I was right in contention for that third quarterly. So going into week 12, tw- yeah, it would have been obviously week 12. I was like about a point and a half out of the first place. So had to do some contrarian plays, try to figure out what the, the top leaders were, were going to take either go against that or go stay away from that. And then also have to play the Monday night game to give yourself a hedge play, which I did last year. So I was able to, to make some money, uh, some good money either way. Cause I, it all played out that way. But those, those are some of the things that you kind of have to consider playing the, when you're playing these contests now because those quarterlies are in play.
4: It's an excellent question. By the way, I asked it on a numbers game of James. I forgot, not to ask it on the, I forgot to ask it here on the podcast side. So thank you for that, Todd. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. College football playoff, they refused to move it back. So they're saying that if a team comes up COVID outbreak right before a national semifinal, they're not replacing the team. And the team who gets the is, is on the other side of the field just advances. Or Imagine fit.
6: if wow. the season ends like that,
4: college football. Yeah, can
6: can they put an odd? Can they put some odds up on? Will there even be a college football playoff? Yeah. Yes and no. I know they do a lot of the yes and no. That would be interesting. Uh, I would tend to lean the no. It's all in play. By the way, James, I'm going to ask
4: you on the spot. And you could say no here. Do you have you have any uh, slot availability tomorrow morning to do a numbers game, or are you working?
6: Oh, uh, let me I have to look at my schedule. Text me later. Uh, to be, text me yeah, later. Yeah, I'll text you later. Yeah. Let me look at my work schedule and No, see. is a
4: perfectly uh perfectly acceptable answer. Um but I just wanted while we were here today to ask you. Thank you for that question, Todd, because I wanted to uh that's a good then James, are you in circa only? Is that your co- your only
6: contest you're in this year? Correct. I'm only I'm only in the Cir- I did the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor. That's it. No okay. uh super contest for me this year.
4: All right. Uh, good luck to everybody starting tonight with Arizona Seattle, but all through week 11 in the National Football League for Mike, for Todd, for James. And thank you so much for doing this, James. Great to have you on board for the Megapod right here from the D in Las Vegas. Good luck with all your picks this weekend. Thank you so much for watching.